On today's episode of the Real Life English with Gabby podcast, I'm teaching you 18 phrasal verbs, slang words, and expressions for routines and habits. You'll be learning words and expressions like carve out, juggle tasks, a caffeine fix, doze off, and more. Let's go. Hey there, welcome to the Real Life English with Gabby podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, your fun and friendly English teacher from the one and only New York City. My goal is to teach you phrasal verbs, idioms, and slang that will help you speak English confidently and understand real American conversations. Are you ready to improve your English skills? Let's jump right in. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number five, all about routines and habits. Happy New Year to everyone listening to this episode. It's the start of a new year, and everyone is setting new goals and making schedules and talking about their routines and habits and maybe new habits that they're trying to create. The USA is a very goal oriented society, meaning we plan everything. We create schedules and we have schedules for everything we do. Scheduling is a really big thing here. So the majority of citizens here have planners, to-do lists. We use physical and digital. It's very normal here, especially in cities like New York City, where time is money and every minute of our day is usually full and planned out. Of course, there are some Americans who aren't like this, like my husband, for example. He's more spontaneous, but still plans because he has to in a society like the American society. And then you have people like me. I plan everything and plan it as far ahead of time as possible. For example, my oldest son, his name is Jacob, he turned six in December. And can you believe I had to book his party place? back in August. And believe it or not, the date that we wanted was already booked. Crazy, right? But that's our culture. We have to plan things ahead of time because everyone else does. And so my younger son, who's going to be three years old in the summer, I already have to start thinking about his birthday. Isn't that crazy? But hey, welcome to the USA. Anyways, I have a lot of good vocabulary for you today. So let me tell you the 18 phrasal verbs, slang words, idioms, and expressions that you'll be learning in this episode. Crack of dawn, hit the snooze button to juggle tasks, jump or hop in the shower to freshen up, throw on some clothes, a caffeine fix to be a regular, like clockwork, to be off to a place, scroll through, take a power nap, set aside, carve out, order in, wind down, stay up, and doze off. Just a reminder to anyone who is listening to my podcast for the first time, I create study guides for pretty much everything I do. My Instagram lessons, my YouTube videos, and of course now my podcast episodes. So I have study guides. Normally they're about 11 or 12 pages long and they have words definitions, new examples, and they have more in-depth definitions, and usually about two to three practice exercises. Because remember, okay, science tells us that you need to be exposed to something six or seven times before you actually remember it. So listening to my podcast 
is great because you're exposed to the same words and expressions two to three times in every episode. But then if you dedicate 15, 20, 30 minutes extra, I guarantee you, you will remember these after you listen to the episode, you do the study guide, it'll make it easier for you to remember, and you'll be able to speak confidently when you interact with Americans or when you decide to use English. So don't forget to download the study guide. It's in the show notes. So whatever platform you're listening to this, if you look at the show notes where the description is, you'll see where it says get your study guide here. You click the link, you put in your email address, and then it downloads right for you. So don't forget about that. And once you sign up once, you'll never have to sign up again if you don't want to, because then you'll automatically get them whenever there's a new episode. All right. So here we go. In today's story, I'm going to be telling you about a New York City student and what his daily routine is like. As you know, in all of the stories that I give you, you're hearing the words in real life contexts. So as I read the story to you, I want you to listen and try to figure out what the new words are by listening to them in context. I don't expect you to know them, but some of them you will be able to guess. And then after the story, I'll explain what all of these new words mean. So here we go. Alex Winters is a college student living life in New York City. Every morning, Alex wakes up at the crack of dawn to get ready for the day. Like many of us, he hits the snooze button a few times before actually getting out of bed. Today is a busy day for Alex, and he has a lot of tasks to juggle. The first thing he has to do is jump in the shower and freshen up. After the shower, he just throws on some clothes and is ready to face the day. Before his first class, he needs to get his daily caffeine fix. So like clockwork, he heads to the coffee shop on his college campus. Since he's a regular at the shop, They always have his large iced latte ready for him right on time. After grabbing his latte, he's off to his first class. While waiting for class to begin, Alex has time to quickly scroll through Instagram, TikTok, and his emails. After his two-hour class, Alex quickly heads to the store to pick up some shampoo and then head back to his apartment. Even though his day is extremely busy, he always carves out time for a power nap. He always tries to set aside time to rest so that he can stay focused and energized. At 12 o'clock, he meets up with his friends for lunch before his last two classes of the day. He finally finishes with his classes by 6 p.m., just in time for dinner. He has a lot of assignments for his classes, so in order to save time, he decides to order in for dinner. Right after dinner, he works on his school assignments for a few hours before he gets ready for bed. He always winds down by watching a few episodes of his favorite TV shows. This time, he stayed up for two hours watching Stranger Things before dozing off at around 11 p.m. Okay, now let's talk about the definitions to all of the vocabulary that you just heard. Let's get started with an idiom, the crack of dawn. The crack of dawn means the earliest part of the morning, just before the sunrise. We actually have the word dawn, and that means sunrise. So in English, we say dawn and dusk. 
Dawn is the sunrise and dusk is the sunset. An interesting fact, if you come to New York City and you visit any of the parks that we have, like Central Park, Prospect Park, you'll see a sign on the fence that says park closes at dusk because all of our parks here in New York City close when the sun goes down. So when we say that he woke up at the crack of dawn, he woke up when it was still dark, the earliest part of the morning. Next, we have a slang expression to hit the snooze button, or more commonly said, hit snooze. Snooze is the slang word for sleep. So anything that has a snooze button means that you put the alarm to sleep or you delay the alarm. I'll bet that some of you out there are the type of people who hit the snooze button like four or five times before you can get up. And then there are others of you that are like me, our alarm goes off and we're up for the day. All right, next we have the expression to juggle tasks. This is a collocation. Juggle is a verb. To juggle tasks means to manage or handle multiple tasks or responsibilities all at the same time. This next expression is always confusing to my students. To jump or hop in the shower is not literal. We're not actually jumping in or hopping in. You may have guessed this when you heard the context, but to jump or hop into the shower actually means to take a quick shower. In American English, we use the verb take when we talk about showers. We do not use make a shower. We do not use have a shower like they do in British English. So we're going to either say take a shower, jump, or hop in the shower. Up next, we have the phrasal verb freshen up. Freshen up means to make yourself clean and neat. And we say presentable. You're basically getting ready to interact with other people. And often this can include things like washing your face, brushing your teeth, doing your hair, basically fixing yourself up and looking fresh or looking good for the day. So after Alex showers and freshens up, he throws on some clothes. This is different from just putting on clothes. Put on clothes just means that the clothes are on your body. To throw on clothes is still getting dressed, but it's how you do it. You're doing it quickly and you're doing it without much thought. If you really don't care what you're wearing, you can say that you threw on some clothes. Your priority isn't fashion, it's speed. Next up is the expression, a caffeine fix. This goes out to all my coffee lovers out there. So here's a little fun fact about me. I'm not a coffee person. I prefer tea and hot chocolate. I'm not really a fan of drinking things that have caffeine in it. This is very interesting because my mother is actually Colombian. My mother was born in Colombia. She came to the USA when she was five years old. And my grandfather, her father, he was born in Colombia as well, but his family was from Italy. So I have in my blood very strong coffee-loving cultures between Colombia and Italy, and I don't like coffee. So I'm very sorry to all of my ancestors who came before me. Anyways, back to vocabulary. Let's talk about a caffeine fix. If someone says, I need to get my caffeine fix, it means that they need to get the daily requirement of caffeine. So their need has to be met. If someone is a coffee drinker and they need coffee, this is their fix or their hit or their need being met. So it's satisfying someone's desire or need for caffeine. So this is a really popular expression here in the USA because Americans love their coffee. They like it hot, they like it cold, all different 
forms of coffee. All right. Next is the expression to be a regular. You may have guessed the meaning of this already, but to be a regular is when you go to a place regularly. It's a normal place for you to go. It's a habit for you to go to that place. So you know the people who work there and they know you. So what are some places where you are a regular? Even though I don't like coffee, I do like Starbucks and I'm a regular at the Starbucks that is a block away from my job because I like to get their breakfast sandwiches and some other stuff that they have. Next is the idiom when something happens like clockwork. This is very simple. It just means when something happens regularly, always happens without delays, it's pretty routine. The next expression is a really popular way for people to talk about leaving, traveling, moving, to say that you're off to a place. To say that you're off to a place means that you are going somewhere, heading somewhere. In American English, we could say, okay, guys, I'm going to work. We can say, I'm leaving for work. I'm heading to work. And then, all right, guys, I'm off to work or I'm off. It just means that I'm leaving. And I guarantee you, if you've ever watched an American series like Friends, you've definitely heard this before and you will definitely hear it next time you watch. Next is the phrasal verb to scroll through. It says that he was scrolling through his phone. This means to browse or read or look at content that's on some kind of digital device. So you don't scroll through a book. You don't scroll through a newspaper. Whatever you're scrolling through has to be on a digital device. Okay, and next we have a power nap. In American English, we do not say have a nap or have a rest, like our friends across the pond in the UK. By the way, that's another expression that um, is not in the story, but to say our friends across the pond, we're referring to people from the UK. The UK, they say, I need to have a rest. I need to take a rest. We do not say that. We say take a nap. So a power nap, is usually like a 20 to 30 minute nap that is believed to be the perfect amount of time to re-energize yourself. And they say if it's more than 20 to 30 minutes, it's not good. And if it's less than 20 to 30 minutes, it's not good. So that's why we call it a power nap. And power naps are very popular in American culture. All right, now the last few vocabulary words are all phrasal verbs. The first phrasal verb is set aside. Set aside means to reserve or allocate a specific amount of time for a particular activity. If you're doing something, you're going to take a set amount of time and assign a specific task to it. So this is not really a last minute decision. This is something you plan ahead of time and it's a priority. If you're going to be working all day in your house, but your friend needs 10 or 15 minutes of your time, you're going to set aside 10 or 15 minutes just for them. You're going to take time out, leave what you're doing, and then go back to it later. And the next expression is carve out, and it's very similar. Carve out is also to create or designate time for a specific purpose. So you can say, I'm going to carve out an hour of my day to work on my podcast. I'm going to find time to stop what I'm doing and dedicate time to a specific task. So again, set aside time, carve out time. They're both referring to making time during an event, during your day to work on something specific that is a priority to you. That's why in the story it says that he sets aside time for a power nap. The next phrasal verb is order in. Now it's interesting here because in English, order in and order out actually mean the same thing. They both mean to order food from a restaurant, to be delivered to your house, 
as opposed to dining out in the restaurant or cooking something. So again, if you want to get food delivered, you can either say, we're going to order in tonight or we're going to order out. Don't you love English? Sometimes it makes no sense. The next phrasal verb is wind down. So wind down usually means to gradually slow something down. This could be an activity or an event that is slowly ending. In this specific example, it means more when you slowly start to relax and end your day, you bring down your energy because you're preparing for bed. So let me give you two different examples, okay, of how you use wind down. So we can say, by 3 a.m., the party was winding down. That means that the event was slowing down, okay? So this is how we use it for events and activities, but then the way that we use it in the context was when he starts to wind down his day by getting in bed, watching TV. Very similar uses, but these are just two different ways that we can use wind down. And you'll notice here that wind is spelled W-I-N-D, just like wind. So when you're talking about the weather, we say wind with a short I sound, wind. But when you use it as a verb, we say wind. Again, don't you love English? Okay, then we have the phrasal verb, stay up. This means to remain awake and not go to bed. And typically, this is when we stay awake after our normal bedtime. So if my normal bedtime is 10, I wish, by the way, and we watch Harry Potter until midnight, which actually I did over Christmas break, we would say I stayed up two hours extra or Ugh, I'm so tired. I stayed up watching Gossip Girl last night or whatever show it is that you watch. Lastly, we have doze off. I love this phrasal verb. It's awesome. Doze off means to slowly fall asleep. And this is when you fall asleep without really wanting to fall asleep. It's 10 o'clock and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to watch Harry Potter, right? This is a true story. And then guess what? 30 minutes into the movie, guess who dozed off? That's right, me. And so dozing off is like this. It's like you're doing something else. You're really tired. If you fall asleep, it's not the biggest deal, but it's not like you lay in bed and try to go to sleep. It's falling asleep accidentally. So that's what doze off means. Well, guess what? We're done. You have just learned a ton of new vocabulary that you can use in the real world. I'm so glad you listened to this episode. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Real Life English with Gabby podcast. Be sure to download today's study guide so that you can learn how to use this vocabulary confidently. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more weekly adventures in English learning. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So please, please be a review. Thanks so much for tuning in.